Mendocino County Remembered. Oral histories collected and published under the auspices of the Mendocino Historical Society for the American Bicentennial in 1976. Read by Linda Pack. Today, from Covalo, the recollections of Laura Freighty. My diploma of graduation in home economics from the State Normal School of Manual Arts and Home Economics at Santa Barbara is dated 1914. Since then, the name of the school has been changed to the California State College at Santa Barbara. Teaching jobs were not easy to come by in those days, and through the superintendent of schools in Mendocino County, I was offered the job in a one-room school on the Indian Reservation in Round Valley. On the way to Covalo, I stopped in Ukiah for a conference with the county superintendent of schools. He said he couldn't supply teaching materials until he knew the ages and grades of the children. We speak of making a cake from scratch. I started that school from scratch. This was the first public school on the Indian Reservation in Round Valley. The U.S. government had headquarters on the reservation and the personnel included a superintendent, a man in charge of farming, and there was a government school for children. The children lived at the government school during the week and went home for the weekends, but the parents wanted the children to live at home, hence the need for a county school. Naturally, there was no school building, so the trustees arranged to use a room in a little church, the Round Valley Mission on the reservation. I boarded with the missionary, George B. Clark, and his sister. They lived across the field from the church. The first week, I used the first few teaching materials I had taken with me. I don't remember how I kept the kids busy. Instead of desks, we had boards placed on boxes. By the second or third week, the school was not so primitive. The county superintendent sent me school supplies. The elementary school in Covalo purchased new desks for one of its classrooms, and the old ones were given to the Indian school. The church was only a couple of minutes' walk across the field to the Clark's home, so I went home for lunch. Of course, there was no clock in the schoolroom, so I used my watch. One day, I happened to leave my watch and my key on my desk when I went home for lunch. And when I returned to the schoolroom, both the key and the watch had disappeared. I didn't know what I should do. I pondered over the problem until it was time for afternoon recess. Then I announced calmly, Someone has my watch and key. I will be in the yard during recess. When I come back into the classroom, I expect to find them on my desk. I worried until I returned to the classroom. No problem. I found the key and watch on my desk. I didn't know which child had taken them, but I didn't ask any questions. Now a friend loaned me a horse and saddle so I could visit friends in town. Well, one day a young Indian man and I were leaving town at the same time, so we rode out together. Some people were shocked. They thought I should not be that friendly with an Indian. There were few houses in the part of Round Valley where the church and the pastor's home were located. There was one house close to the Clark's, which was occupied by an elderly Indian who was a licensed preacher. I, now I say he was elderly, I really have no idea how old he was, but I do know he was blind. I have no idea how or where he got food or how he was able to prepare it. The churchyard was enclosed by a fence, 
When the old Indian walked out from Covalo, he knew when he came to that fence. Next to the fence was a trail that the man followed to get to his home. And the children were very careful not to leave any sticks or rocks on the path that the man might stumble over. Although working with the Indian children was interesting, I I don't remember much about the daily routine. At the end of the school year, I had to make out two reports, one to be sent to the county superintendent of schools and the other to the U.S. government, as the school was on a reservation controlled by the U.S. government. I remember I had to list the Indian tribes that were represented. There was no janitorial service, and I was expected to sweep the schoolroom. One day, when I was sweeping the porch and the steps, I remember dreaming about the stories I would tell about the Indian children someday. With this brief account, that dream has come true. You've been listening to the recollections of Laura Frady. To learn more about Mendocino's rich past, visit any of our county's many excellent museums and historical societies. Go to CaliforniaHistoricalSociety.org for a complete listing. Mendocino County Remembered is produced by Mary Eigner and Linda Pack for KZYX and Zeke.